Hey there. How you doing today? It's me, Stephen. Stephen Richard Krebs. And this is the Eloquent Savage Podcast, episode number 50, motherfucking three. Your network is your net worth. It's a funny statement. Growing up, I was like, this is bullshit. What does this even mean? Your network is your net worth. And if we boil it down, what it means is those who you surround yourself with will dictate the results that you get in your life. So you start looking around at who you're hanging out with. Who are the people that you associate with on a regular basis? What kind of lives do they lead? What kind of mindset do they have? What kind of training do they do? Are they fit? Are they unfit? Are they positive? Are they negative? Are they hard workers? Are they dedicated, committed people or not? Are they cheating on their wives or are they super committed? Do they have great relationships? Do they quit on themselves? And I learned a long time ago that this idea that if you take the five people that you hang out with most and you kind of get a mean or a, you take the, the amount that they make and you get the mean of it, right? You get the, the, the medium, the mean, whatever the hell you want to call it, right? You take, you take the average, never a great mathematician from this side of the old microphone. Yeah, but you take the five people that you hang out with most and most likely you're going to make around the same amount of money. All right, and understand money's not everything, but it's fun coupons. It's an experience enhancer. It allows you to feel peace of mind, security, and it allows you to do fun shit. Let's be real. Everybody wants more money. Most people just aren't willing to do what's required. So if your network is your net worth, meaning the people that you know and associate yourself with, the people that you've coached or helped or worked with or worked for, friends, acquaintances, all these things come into play. And in my experience, most people just don't build relationships the right way. They enter relationships looking at what they can get out of the relationship. They enter relationships without entering with the giving hand, without seeing how they can help other people. They don't follow up. I've watched this in programs before. On a regular basis, I reach out to almost every single person that I've ever coached. Now, I'm not reaching out to them every month. That would be weird. But once a week, I'll take a handful of the people that I used to coach six, seven years ago, or even kids that I trained back in when I had my gym next level. And I reach out to them and I follow up with them and just see how they're doing. Because it means a lot. I'm not trying to get anything out of it. I'm not doing it out in a backhanded, hey, let me see if I can get them to spend some money with me way. I just genuinely give a shit. I genuinely care. And the crazy part is that stuff always pays off. It does. It always pays off to treat people the right fucking way. And I told this to my wife before, Bree, before she was my wife, I said, hey, you know what? It's not about what you know, it's who you know. And she was like, I don't get it. And she didn't believe me. And which is fine because she didn't grow up the way I grew up. My father owned his own business. He was always hustling. He waved to everybody, even if he didn't know him. It was just the way that he was. He built great relationships. And it's what kept his business going because he's literally never marketed his business. He owns an auto body shop. You don't know anything about my story if this is your first time listening. He actually put his auto body shop on the line so I could secure the loan for my first business, my first gym. And up to that point, I had not proven myself whatsoever. And that was because he had a relationship with someone at the bank that he had worked with before and they pulled some strings and then he was willing to take a chance on his son. I'm forever grateful 
that my father believed in me at that point because I hadn't proven myself at fucking all. So this idea of who you surround yourself with is important. And the way that you build the relationships and treat people is important, not just for business, fuck that, for your life. My grandfather always said, if you have two real friends in your life, consider yourself lucky. Meaning if there was two people that you could call up when your chips were down, when your back's against the wall, when you're shit out of luck, when you're down and out, then you're very fortunate. And if you have more than that, that it just means that you've built relationships the right way. It's as simple as a little appreciation once in a while. Reach it out and let somebody know that they had an effect on you. Sending a gift for no reason. If someone went out of their way. Telling someone that they did a great job. I feel like our society is becoming so disconnected from human interaction, actually face-to-face interaction. It's just, it's disappearing right now. And when you actually show up and look someone in the eye and build a relationship on a very real level, I'm finding that people are so much more appreciative of it that, that when it comes time, if you do need a favor or if you do need, do need them to connect you to someone in, inside a business, it's, they're, they're glad to do it. They're happy to do it. And I believe that's the best way to do business. So what I want you to think about right now is the business that you're in. If we look at your clients or customers, what I want you to ask yourself, are you actually building proper relationships with them? Look inside of your marketing. Are you actually building a nice, neat, dialed-in relationship with your potential customers, or are you just asking them to continually buy your shit? If you don't put high-quality content out, how can you expect these people to, to feel like they're connected to you? If you don't give, 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 give high quality content and stuff that they actually want, how can you expect them to ever buy from you? They won't. That's legitimately they will not. They'll look at you like somebody that's just trying to take, take, take. And guess what? I've made this mistake before myself. When I opened my first gym, I almost went out of business in the first year. Became the most successful gym in an area that was ranked top 10 worst places to own a business in Forbes magazine in 2012. I charged four or five times what the average gym charged in the area and we got it. Which is why I ended up coaching consulting in that space and then I grew and went to Warrior and became a coaching consultant for male entrepreneurs across the board. And guess what? The only way I did that was through my network. I knew Garrett before I went to Warrior, watched what he was doing. And at that time, when I first saw it, I thought it was ridiculous. I was like, this is the gayest shit I've ever seen in my life. I'm never going to that. But it's because I wasn't in a bad place. Once shit went sideways and I felt like I needed somebody to help course correct my life, that's when I went to that program. But he was in my network. A lot of the guys that I work with now, I met through that network. So I need you to look at the way you're building relationships, not only in your personal life, but in your business, because if you're constantly asking people for things, you're asking for their money, and you have not built a proper relationship, they're not going to react to anything that you say because they're going to look at you as a taker. And nobody wants to give their money to a taker. So pull your journal out and answer those questions for me. How are you building relationships right now in your personal life? Would you say a scale of one to 10? What would you rate yourself inside of your marketing? How are you building a relationship with your potential customers? Scale of one to 10. And here's the key one. 
When somebody leaves your business, customer, client, whatever it is that you do, how are they treated? Are they forgotten about? What happens when they actually hand over their money? What's the process that happens and are they appreciated throughout the process? Or as soon as you take their money, are they just forgotten about? Is there no thank you involved? Is there no appreciation involved? I'm telling you right now, these little things, whether it's personal relationships, business relationships, these are the things that will separate you from every fucking one else. And if you're in a business where you need retention, those are the things that will help people stay with you for a long time because everybody loves to feel appreciated. Everybody loves to feel like the money that they're spending matters. Everybody feel, wants to feel like that the person that they're with, whether it's a product, whether you're coaching with them, they want to feel like they matter. And the second you make someone feel like they don't matter, they are gone. Gone, gone, and gone. So stop being a cheap bastard. Invest in your relationships, invest in your relationships, invest in your relationships so that you can grow your business and stop feeling like you're filling water into a tub that's got 17 holes in the bottom because your customers, clients, they just keep going out the bottom of that thing because you're not handling business where you need to handle it. Don't make excuses, fight for results. You can be average or you can be a savage. That's all I got for you today. And I said savage. You can be average or you can be a savage. An average savage. Sounds pretty good. Average savage. Savage, not average. Average, be a savage. So, episode number 53 is brought to you by Weaponized Nutrition, Weaponized Mind. And that is all I have for you crazy sons of bitches today. Enjoy your evening and build relationships the right fucking way. I'm out. <laughs>